Hello, I'm Amber Lauva and welcome to another episode of Fashion Avenue. It's no secret that I'm obsessed with everything fashion and beauty and I've been blogging it for nine years and I love to stay across all things happening in the industry. Today, I'm chatting to social media influencer Lizzie Sobanoff. We first saw Lizzie appear on our television screens looking for love on Married at First Sight and since then, we've seen her embrace being a chameleon when it comes to fashion and beauty. I chat to Lizzie about her style influences, why being basic is not her destination, and she shares her must-have beauty products with me. If you want to know all of this and more, then make sure you keep on listening to this episode of Fashion Avenue. Lizzie, thank you so much for joining me on Fashion Avenue. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. It's very exciting to to chat to you because I have been a bit of a fan of you, especially from obviously seeing your maths. I don't know if I'm that exciting though. I feel like I'm always disappointing people because I don't feel like I'm that exciting. <laughs> no, you are. Like I think a lot of women, including myself, just thought you were like a nice girl. We just connected. Thank you. You're welcome. So I thought I would just ask, obviously we first saw you on maths. How much has your life changed since you first appeared? Not really. Not so really? I feel like- <laughs> Okay, I'm going to be really raw and honest. There's a lot of people that I have done the show with that believe the hype of everything, and I'm just kind of like really cruising and just continue doing what I was what I was doing. And then got asked to go on the show a second time. I was like, yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? That's all that was there to it, basically. Yeah, great. Well, obviously, you found a happy ending, so that's really lovely. Yeah. And he goes, all right. So cute. Obviously, we saw that you love makeup and dressing up as well. Mm -hmm. So when did you first have an interest in, you know, fashion and beauty? I remember being like eight years old and I, my cousin kept trying to put makeup on me and I hated it. I absolutely (laughs) hated it. I was, I didn't like makeup. Absolutely. It was like, no, not into it. Always liked having my nails painted. Always had a thing about nails, right? Mm -hmm. But then I think as soon as the age of 11 and 12, I became very interested in, let me backtrack a little bit. Mm-hmm. I've always been interested in music and I've always had a fascination with people like David Bowie and the Rolling Stones and Madonna, how they just change up their look, they change up their appearance and just take on a whole different persona. And I've always had such a curiosity there. So when I was about 11 and 12, I started playing with the eyeliner. And I mean, I also grew up watching Marilyn Monroe movies and Audrey Hepburn and just had a real yeah. fascination with makeup and glamour and changing your persona. Amazing. That's so fun. And I love that you kind of like an influenced by people like Bowie and Madonna. So would you say that kind of like the 80s vibe is an era that you just love? It's everything. I feel like having conversations with my girlfriends and scrolling through social media, you see so many beauty enhancements to make you look better or imply that you have to look better. Okay. So uh, it's not necessarily the 80s that I have, you know, a curiosity about it's just different generations of fashion and I feel like scrolling through Instagram and even talking to some of my girlfriends it's all that enhancing beauty whereas my interest comes from just changing it up and just having a curiosity more in an art form yeah I like that I respect that I think it's really fun to change up your look have you always been really open to trying different looks Always. Really? Always. That's fun. I mean, it is though because people don't realize that can be a creative expression as well. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. People just see kind of like the, you know, the good photos on Instagram or anything, but they don't kind of realize that it it is an art form and it is fun and it is creative and you can express yourself through it. 
Well, I even find like the second time that I came on math because I looked so different to what people had seen me, they just, you know, jumped to a sinister conclusion. And it's like, no, I just have fun with my appearance. It's so much fun. And yeah, it's just me. It's always me though. And that's good. At least you're being yourself and you're not trying to be anyone else, right? Well, yeah, that would be a pretty horrible life. <laughs> <laughs> it would. Never like, fulfilling. I have people say to me all the time, they go, you know, don't, don't ever change for anyone. I'm like, I wouldn't know how. I'm so stubborn and stuck in my ways, I just wouldn't know how. (laughs) That's amazing. I'm quite the same, so that's really funny. And how would you describe your everyday style? Hobo. (laughs) (laughs) It's hobo. It's all the time. So I love, you know, I love going out for a night out and getting extremely glamorous. Like, I mean, I take a full day to get ready because I enjoy the process of it. Yeah. Like turning on the music. I feel like I have like five different beverages when I'm getting ready. So I have like <laughs> a hot chocolate, then like a green tea and then like a Red Bull and then like a water and then like a chai latte. Like I'm, no alcohol though, no yeah. alcohol. But like it's just fun and I feel like so many people into meditating and expressing themselves in other ways. So I just like spending time with myself and getting ready and it's that glamour thing of it. But most days I'm a hobo. So literally. <laughs> like oversized sunnies with a beanie or like an Adidas hat or track pants and a dressing gown. Like I look pretty intense right now as you saw me. <laughs> you should see me. It's all like business on the top but party on the bottom because like I have work online meetings and then I'm just like wearing my PJ pants on the bottom. Isn't that the best though? I feel oh, like that's amazing. It's so good. I'm wearing slippers too right now and I just feel amazing. Yeah. Oh, I always <laughs> do the mismatch socks as well. This morning yes. Steph had a go at me because I – got all the socks messed up and then I handed his back but they were mismatched and he's like what are you doing and I'm like it just happens socks get lost and I just put on whatever's there I know where do socks go I don't know like I'm not going to say a sock monster or something I don't understand I this and like they just get lost in I don't know lost in space I don't even know the word I know, oh my god I don't but even... like they're just not there yeah I know it's like the washing machine just eats them up and you never see them again I know and that's like so sometimes I have a black sock and then a white sock or like a coloured sock and then like yeah who cares live, just your, live your best life I say Exactly. My hobo life. (laughs) Your best hobo life, that's right. So what's been like your favourite look so far since you've, you know, switched it up and a lot of people obviously saw that you looked a bit different this year when you did maths? Are we just relating to maths? Because that's another thing. Like, I'm obviously doing a lot of these, you know, paths and talking to different people. And because any, everyone knows me from maths, but I've just constantly looked different, but I've always seen myself in the mirror. So is that like just a, what people have seen on maths or just a general what's been my favorite look? No, just in general, for sure. I kind of like a laid back look. But then I'm like, I think a full done, like, glamour winged eyeliner would have yeah. to be a look with like a black dress, like a little black dress, and then like heaps of bracelets and like just funky earrings. I like that. Kind of like Versace, like 90s Versace. Oh, I love that. 90s Versace. Oh my gosh, yes. Mm. I love that. And um, are you going to stick to the hair colour you are now? I really like it. Oh yeah, I'm just growing it out at the moment. I'm not touching it because if I touch it, I'm going to have like absolutely nothing left. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just letting it grow and not touching. So the actual colour on the top half of my head is my natural colour. Oh, really? Wow, that's nice. Yeah, so I'm just letting it just habit and not touching it. But I say that because I did this last time. So yeah. actually, before I filmed math, I was letting it go natural and then I dyed it jet black and then I bleached it up within eight weeks. Oh my gosh, wow. Because And I was I was about two years and I hadn't touched my hair. I had not touched my hair for two years. I just let it grow, grow out and then dyed it jet black and was like, no, nah, over it. Oh my gosh, And bleached wow. it up in that amount of time. I yeah. wish I was more adventurous. Like I've just been like platinum blonde or I've been like belliage, which I am now, but I just, I don't know. I've never like really changed it up too much. Well, I actually, okay. So as much as I crap on about being a chameleon and everything, yeah. I've actually never gone red or anything like outlandish colors. Oh, you look good in red, I think. Yeah, but then like, 
that's when my hair would get really trashed trying to get the colour out. Oh, no, yeah. That would be a mission, wouldn't and it? I'm like, it would, and I'd just be like, I'm just going to wear a wig, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd rather just, like, get all the pretty coloured wigs so I don't have to, like, do anything to my actual hair. Yeah, but I think that's great now because so many people open to doing that now. Yeah. Whereas I feel like if it was, you know, about 10 years earlier, like, you'd want to change it, but because wigs were such a taboo subject and now it's just, you're able to express yourself that way. I think it's great. Yeah, I wish I just had like a good hairstylist like the Kardashians or something who can just put on a new wig for me every day. Oh my God, so do I. Like that would be amazing. Like, yeah, and it's like flawless. actually looks like their hair. It's amazing. Like I want blue hair one day. Oh my God. Like I'm so amazed. Like I was looking at them. Actually, I was scrolling through Kylie Jenner's Instagram this morning and somebody even said to me, he's like, oh, I don't, he doesn't really see the appeal. And I said, no, it's just a way that she's able to change it up and just have fun with it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, that visually, visually, they are fun to look at. Yeah, they, they really are. are. Yeah, totally. Yeah. They're so fun and I wish I could do it. I just, you know, and like doing it yourself, I'm like, oh my goodness, I don't know how people have the patience, but it's, it's like a superpower. <laughs> I mean, on? some days I do have the patience, some days, but yeah. like, yeah, again, hobo majority of the time. Yeah, you just need to like zen out with some green teas. Yeah, that's the way. <laughs> <laughs> and do you have any like favourite clothing stores or brands that you always flock to? Trying to think. I find Beck and Bridge and Nookie fit my body well. Amazing. Yeah. They fit my body because I've actually, I have a very small waist. Mm-hmm. So even though my weight has been prone to fluctuate due to medical condition, my I've always had a very, very small waist. Yeah. And, you know, I've always had quite, you know, my hip bones, my God, they're childbirthing. Like they're huge, <laughs> my hip bones, like they've always just jutted out. But then I'm actually quite small chested, but I just find that they hug my body in all the right places. And I, yeah, so I kind of tend to go for them. Yeah. And it makes you feel good too, like when it just hugs perfectly. Yeah. And the thing is like, I like showing off, like I speak to so many girls who want to actually like make the hips look smaller. I love having big hips. I think it's something makes me feel very womanly and just sexy as well. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, I think that's a, an amazing feature. Like, it's a nice curve to have. So, yeah, so you kind of have, like, a thing for Australian designers as well, would you say? Yeah, I, I do. I do. I just, I'm trying to think because, like, again, like, so Nookie and Beckenbridge fit my body more, but I love it. It just it depends if the piece talks to me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So if I'm out looking and something just screams at me, like, have a look at me, I don't think there's necessarily any designer, other designers that I kind of gravitate towards, mm-hmm. just mixed pieces. Well, that's good. Like, it's good to not limit yourself as well. Like, and know what, what looks good. Because I feel like a lot of women have a, um, have a bit of trouble finding what really suits them and what really looks good. Yeah, I think that's because a lot of people just see what they see on Instagram or, yeah. you know, on TV. They go, they want to fit into that persona where it's like there are so many different avenues to it. Yeah, exactly. And obviously with fashion comes the beauty world sort of tying in there. And I've noticed that you work with Tribe Skincare a lot, who I've actually had on the podcast, and some other brands. So what's beauty mean to you, if you could sum it up? It's just making yourself feel good and doing what's right for you. Yeah, that's nice. And it's good. uh, Do you like looking after your skin and doing all those sorts of things? I do. I really do. So I... I think last year, you know, before COVID, I was doing a lot of beauty treatments. I was having like beauty booster treatments. So that's actually when vitamins are injected into the skin. Oh, I love that. So it plumped it out. And then I started doing facial peels. But peels. It doesn't sound like peels or peels. Peels. P-E-L-S. Yeah. And COVID hit. So I kind of took a back seat to that. But we're using a lot of different scrubs. And I've just been like, I got on the tribe skincare after the first time that I did math. And I just found that their product 
a very they suit my skin. Yeah. But recently, I've just it's solely been Tribe. No, I really love Tribe too. I actually have like their hydrating mask just beside me here. I love it. I love it. So their scrub me exfoliant, my favorite. Yes, that's a lot of people's favorite. I've noticed. Like a lot of people are just fangirling over that scrub. It is amazing. Like it's just literally like I've got several to it as well. I've been putting it on set. <laughs> amazing. I love when guys like are open to trying like our skincare and stuff, and like wants to do masks and like all that sort of stuff. I love it. He loves it. He says to me, he goes, "Where's my oils? <laughs> Where's my, my oils on?" And I'm like, "Okay." And like he uses it more of the product than what I do. And he even sent me a text message earlier, going, "Do we need face masks?" <laughs> oh my god bless him i don't know if you'll hate me for saying that word, but like, I'm... <laughs> that's amazing no honestly that is goals right there because i think it's just nice when you can like do something like that with your partner yeah it's bonding as well like exactly. just having a laugh or taking care of yourself and he's very he's very much about taking care of yourself and doing things that can nurture yourself so i think yeah actually skin products can lead into that because you're taking time away from everyone else to do something nice for yourself 100 percent, and you actually see results if you're using like great skincare so why not yeah it makes you feel good i'm about anything that makes you feel good yeah amazing so am i i love it i love a little like sunday skincare day get started for the week it's the best love it yeah and what are some beauty treatments that you can't live without whether it's having your nails done tanning tan <laughs> oh my gosh so speaking of tanning what do you use for your tan you're always looking really bronzed so i mix a lot of product i mix latan and tan cootie so that's two products that i've always sort of mixed together oh. um but then i do i like i layer it on so like i will tan two nights in a row really yeah because i'm actually photosensitive right. but my photosensitive affects like my whole body right but mm-hmm. i also i can get really bad burns but in saying that my skin actually goes really really dark like very very dark naturally like i get burns in some parts but i go really dark so the, when i do the double layer of tan i feel more like me you know wow that's it's, interesting i'm a very interesting character in that way yeah, <laughs> i'm like boring in the fact that with the photosensitivity and those other issues is a bit interesting. Yeah, no, but that's great. Like, obviously, if, like, you love the the way it looks and, you you know, you're mixing colours that look, like, amazing on you, then why not? I think it's awesome. Yeah, and then I like to do a bit of body glaze. So her name's Milani Joy and she does, like, a body glaze. Mm. And I just, like, pile it on the body and just gives that really shimmery kind of, like, wet look, but it doesn't transfer over. It's absolutely amazing. How long does it last? I just until you wash it off, oh, like when amazing. you wash it off. But yeah, nice. I love that. I love looking like a little like ice donut. You know, very glazed. A little ice donut. I love it. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> it's good though. Like I love it. You know, you always look so fresh and glowy, like with a tan, and then you put on a little bit of like some some sort of like serum, or as you were talking about that product before. Like, oh my god, yes, love it. If it didn't pick me up, it's great. So good. And do you have any favorite makeup brands or anything along those lines? Any ones you always use or flock to? Yeah. So I, okay. So my number one thing is for mascara, right? Mm -hmm. I always use a Maybelline mascara. I feel like they do the best mascaras. Oh my God, same. They honestly, so I don't get eyelash extensions or anything because I like to do a full face of makeup, but at the end of the day, I like to see my face. And most days, I actually don't wear anything. So I've actually don't wear any makeup. Basically, an everyday look, there's not not a scrap of makeup, no BB cream, nothing. Yeah, I like that. But I like Tarte, so Tarte products. And also, again, Milani Joy. I love her products. Like she's got this face gloss. So basically it applies like a powder and it's a lot of different shades that you do highlights and blush and it just makes, give you like a real fresh, wet, 
skin kind of look. Oh my gosh, is that an Australian brand? Yeah, she's, she's Aussie. Oh my gosh, that's great. That sounds amazing. And I always use her photo just because we click and I just can't get enough her highlighters because they're not too out there. So you yeah. can actually highlight your face and wear it during the day without feeling too much. I like that. That's good. It's it's nice because I find like a lot of highlighters there and brands are always in competition to see like which one you can see from bloody space. But, it's but nice. they use so much glitter. Like yeah. they use glitter and that's the thing. So you just want like a nice kind of shimmer without any glitter. So Milani does that. I like that. And is it really like smooth on the skin? Like doesn't add like heaps of texture? Yeah. Yep. Oh, I love that. I love the wet look. Yeah, she's absolutely amazing for that. She's very, she likes lots of bronzy kind of looks. Yeah. But um, I also I get asked, Basically, nearly every day there's a DM asking about your lip color that I wear. Yeah. It's actually, it's the Too Faced Queen Bee. It's a matte lipstick. Nice. Is that always your number one go-to? Number one all the time. And to change up the look, so I will always use it as a base that I might do like a cream kind of lipstick over the top of that. And then it change, alters the appearance. Oh, I like that. And what do you use for like eyeliner? So I always, and I've been using this product since I was 12, it's Rimmel Exaggerate Eyeliner. My favorite. I've tried that many different eyeliners, right? And they, you know how, like, because sometimes I like to do a really thick line. Mm -hmm. And so it starts to get gappy, you know, during the, to wear it all day. This one, it's it's perfect. Perfect. Never really budges. Like, I've tried your eyeliners, which will set you back for like 60 bucks. I've tried so many different things. And this $12 eyeliner is the bomb. Oh my gosh. I need to run to Priceline and get it. That's the thing. It's like, even Astralis. Astralis's, like, game has just been picked up. Like, they've got, so many good products and I love their banana bake. Love it. Oh yeah, that's good. I have that. My favorite ever from them is their Fresh and Flawless powder. I've used it for years. Amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Like and I also their primer is what I've been using for since probably the beginning of the year, the Queen Bee primer. Oh nice. And what do you use for like foundation or anything like base wise? So I switch it up. So I was for a very long time I was using the Kat Von D. Yeah. Because it gives that kind of flawless like very like there's no oil or shine coming through like yeah, very matte right? yeah but it's hard to find a good color in that is that the locket foundation yeah yeah i yep. found that one was like you have to work really fast to like blend it in because it dries so quickly yeah but i found it actually worked for me but i've noticed been uh, so many different mixed reviews on that one i've been seeing the tart concealer so i will actually use the tart what is it called it's um it shape shape tape? Tape. Shape. Yeah. Oh, I so know. i will act i do two different colors so i do tan sand and then i think i do like medium like another like a medium one and i blend it together and use that as a full base foundation but i have also just recently bought their their the tart the foundation that goes along with that nice what sort of skin do you have so i have normal, normal? So just like i more more towards dry if anything right. Yeah, I feel you. I get really dry in winter, but I'm quite oily like in my T-zone. You know what concealer is really, really good and actually made me go off Tarte Shape Tape and I can't believe it? Tell me. Okay, let me just get it out. Right, It's right here. It is the True Faced Born This Way Multi-Use Sculpting Concealer Super Coverage. So is that the one? Because Australia didn't have, you couldn't get um, the Shape Tape in Australia for a long time. Is that the one they had beforehand? Oh, uh, this is True Faced. So not Tarte. Oh, True Faced. I thought it was tart. Oh no! This no, is, um, no. The one that's basically good. 
I do know that. Yeah, so I tried like the super coverage concealer. Like it looks like the Born This Way foundation, but it, like and it's pretty a pretty big bottle. But I love it because I find that it's more creamy and it's more like hydrating than shape tape. Give that one a go. Just a little recommendation as well. Oh my love, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> oh yes, I'll be watching. I'll be waiting. And what beauty items would we find in your handbag? Okay, brow pencil, eyelash glue, and that lipstick, that Too Faced lipstick. Nice, the Queen B. Yeah, so that's what you'll find. And the Rimmel eyeliner, and that's it. So that's nice. what will be in my, my handbag everywhere that I go. What eyebrow pencil do you use? I use Astralis. Oh, my God, amazing. I love Astralis. I think it's really great. I actually had my eyebrows laminated about a week ago, and I'm loving it. Oh, my gosh. I haven't tried brow lamination, but I've seen so many things about it. I love it. I, now, like, I was a little bit apprehensive at first because I've seen some really kind of like over-the-top high-end looks that people mm. were rocking every day. Yeah. And I was like, can I really pull that off? But no, I'm actually really happy with it. Yes, I'm going to have to try that. I got my, like, eyebrows reshaped and, like, fully done about a month ago. But I'm like, I might try brow lamination next and just mix it up a bit. Have you ever tattooed your eyebrows? Have no, you had no feathering? But I want it done. Like, I've been meaning to get it done for over a year now. It's crazy. If you find a good place, I guarantee it will be the best thing that you've ever done. Like, yes. it just... It, Change my whole face. I think it Change will it. because there's. I'm based in Brisbane, so um, there's one here that is like really popular that I've actually had on the podcast, and I really want to get it done there. So it's in the it's in the works. I need to get it done because the tail of my brow is super thin, and I just want it to be a bit thicker and nicer. It will change your life, honestly, because I've got quite like I've got a lot of hair, but it's sparse, right? Like, yeah. right, like what I mean is, it's all over the place. Like, I've got a good shape, but my hair just grows everywhere, right? So. Yeah and sparse into some areas and literally it's been such a game changer like the best thing that I've ever done for um, a beauty treatment that's so good okay you're actually making me wanting to book in ASAP sooner rather than later love it (laughs) and obviously like I follow you on Instagram and whatnot and I've seen that you're quite like obviously you love your beauty and your fashion but you're quite into like your wellness kind of vibe and like your candles and are you into crystals too love it crystals like love it I've been into crystals as well absolutely They, they are the world to me like crystals and candles and like that if I'm really comfortable like if you are in my everyday life and you see what I'm like like always there's a tea there's always tea brewing Mm -hmm. there's a teapot everywhere I go and crystals and candles and I've just that's always just been my way oh my gosh I love it do you have a favorite like crystal what's your favorite one so amethyst and rose quartz and I know they sound really basic but there's a story behind it so my mom actually used to wear a rose quartz and amethyst locket around her neck and I used to like suck on it. Like, that sounds so weird. But, like, <laughs> so this is also the reason why I'm so into jewelry. So, my granddad, which was my mum's father, he used to sit me down every time I'd go over there and talk to me about the different crystals. Wow. And he loved that. That's where I'm such a sentimental person. So, that's where my love of jewelry came from. It's actually my granddad. Oh, I love that. That's so sweet. That's a really like nice way to connect as well. So all my pieces have a, have a special meaning. Oh, that's lovely. Do you have like heaps of crystals or like select few that you like? I have so many. And I've had like even crystals that I've collected since I was five years old. Like oh I just, uh, I'm such a sentimental person. It's like all the tattoos on my body like tell a story. Like it's just, I really just cherish moments. So even like I'm going to refer things back to Married at First Sight a little bit. Like you hear so much negative stuff about it in the press, right? Or just people going on about it. It's a life experience and it's making memories and it's such a great opportunity that, you know, and just seeing how everything works, I wouldn't take it back to the world. Wouldn't oh, take it back. That's great. 
I like that because I feel like sometimes there's so much, well, there always is negativity surrounding it, but it's so good that you were, for one, able to come back a second time and do it confidently. And two, like you actually saw it as a life experience rather than just, you know, a way to meet people or a way to, you know, get something else from it. You know what I mean? It's literally, again, a life experience because they had asked me to do it. So they had approached me that even the first time going on the show. Wow. So I didn't apply for it asked me to go and I thought what a great life experience because I've just my life's been a bit of a roller coaster I don't know if you've um seen I've talked about it a little bit but me being on disability pension having a chronic illness um so when I got offered to do this I was like yeah why not just a life experience and a lot of okay another thing about former math contestants sorry to write anyone out Mm -hmm. but they always say what a bad experience I'm like no one had a worse experience than what I did on the first time and I still turn around into a positive so just saying, you know? Yeah, you, you 100% did. And like, it's so great to see, obviously, you have an amazing happy ending this season rather than, you know, what happened in the first season. Like, it's amazing. And, and for you to come back, it's really strong of you. And I admire that. Well, I actually didn't expect to find anyone that I would connect with, to be honest. Yep. And I even said, that was just like, as if you'll find me someone. And then when Seb came along, I was like, oh, God, he's ruined everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, I really like this person. I need this person in my life. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't bear the thought of leaving, like, stopping filming and not being with him. I couldn't oh, bear it. Oh, that's so sweet. Oh, my gosh. How long have you guys been together now? Over seven months. Oh, wow. That's lovely. And you live together now, is that right? We live together, yeah. Oh, how's that going? Is it like all new and fresh or you're getting on each other's nerves yet? <laughs> I mean, everyone, I mean, it's just normal to get frustrated with everyone, yeah. right? Like, yeah. I'm loving it. I'm actually in such a great place in my life at the moment. And he's just amazing. And it's that bonding. And it's like, it's finally good to, ha- you know, because during COVID, like, I had to leave and, like, I was staying in South Australia with him. And then I had to leave because of work things going on. And then, the borders all closed and it was just three months without him and being so basically being from starting from filming and not having a moment really that much away from him because even though we were different states like we the longest apart would be a week and a half and then we were back with each other so and then just have nothing like it would that was that was hard I did not enjoy one moment of that how did you keep everything like alive and how did you get through it we just every every moment like texting constant texting constant 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 like even if it was just total crap like what did you just eat for dinner? Or yeah. what did you, did you just, what do you do? Like constantly talking. Now I'm also someone that's very involved. Like I need touch. Like I'm, I, I need to feel it. So we just really worked with it and it was hard. It was really hard, but we worked on it and we're both similar in the fact that we wouldn't be with someone unless we're trying to work to the end game, you know? So totally. we're, we're taking it slow. There's a lot of people that, you know, they have different relationships. Like they're able to move, quite fast where we really want to get to know each other through thick and thin and we want to make this work I like that because that's the reality of it right like some people can get so caught up in you know the whirlwind of it all but I think it's so sensible and responsible that you're taking your time with each other well that's like that's the thing we're just very similar we connected on that level that we just have so many of the same views and for him as well like he just tries to turn everything into a positive and the thing I'm going to say about Seb, I'm like, you know, he has faults. I'm not going to say he doesn't, but he will never talk negatively about anybody. Oh, that's lovely. Like, you know, when you're with your girlfriend and even if you don't really mean anything, you're just having a bit of a bitch, like yep. it's natural. We all do, right? Yeah. He will be like, no, don't say that. 
Oh, wow. Like he really tries not to talk negatively about anyone or see everyone's point of view. Like he, he's amazing with that and that's one of the things that I'm very through. Yeah, that's that's a really amazing trait to have and something that we don't find very often too. No, like I've just encountered so many different personalities when dating and, I, you know, I've always someone that went back to my exes because it was just a scary world out there. So mm-hmm. I'm really lucky that I found him. Oh, that's so sweet. And uh, how does he how does he feel about your robe collection? Is he on board? <laughs> we got matching ones now. <laughs> so it looks like Kelly touched together because mine's pink and he's blue. Oh but God. he at first, like, because during filming, he's like, get those bloody robes off you. He's like, what, my God, what's he doing? But now, like, literally this morning, I'm like, how do you even, like, I'm like, I'm the littlest cobo. Like, I'm just like, <laughs> I, like, wear a dressing gown with, like, a mix match, crack pants and, like, even a different cord that doesn't belong to the dressing gown that I'm wearing with the beanie, and he's like, like, he thinks I'm the cutest thing ever. Oh, that's so cute. Oh, I love that. Do you have any like favorite robes? Or if I was to go and get a new robe, what would you tell me to to get? Go to Target. They're one, like they literally like not that expensive, and they're so plush feeling. They're great. Oh, Kmart, Target or Kmart? I get them both confused. To oh, be honest. okay, Kmart. Kmart. Yeah, one of them. Target or Kmart? One of them. Is it Kmart? Be Kmart maybe. Yeah, Target's closing down, aren't they? Well, then maybe. It's- yeah, maybe it's Kmart. <laughs> Oh, well, no, I love Kmart. I get bloody everything from Kmart. So that's great news for me. And it's good that, like, you can find a good one that isn't super expensive like those other really expensive shops. But there's so much stuff in fashion and even beauty that you can find inexpensive stuff that will probably work better than the stuff that you're paying on lots before. Yeah, I think people, a lot of the times, they just, like, pay for the brand name. Oh, they do. It's like even with jewellery, like a lot of people pay a certain amount of money where they could be getting the same quality just because there's not cardio or whatever on it. Yeah, that's right. Oh, my gosh, I agree. It's so funny, like, just how people associate, you know, wealth or, like, looking good with certain brands. Saying that, I still want the cardio. So, you know, I'm <laughs> yeah. a little... It's like, wouldn't mind it, though. <laughs> yeah. If someone else bought it for me, wouldn't mind it. Oh, no. I, 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 uh, jewellery is my weakness. <laughs> My true week. I'm like, I, I love it. I'm addicted to it. Any, anything, any of it, I love it all. Really? What brands do you like or what, what pieces do you like? So after bagging out Cartier, <laughs> that's my favourite. So look, look at me going back on my word. And I had a lot of sentimental gold pieces, like solid gold pieces like that. For instance, my brother gave me one for my 21st, which is like a two and a half grand chain, wow. um, the gold chain. And I have a lot of things that my parents have given me. So I have an ID bracelet that has a special message that was given for my 18th. And that's quite expensive gold chain. And then I have a few pieces from my mom and then a few really nice diamonds as well. Oh, that's nice. We always need diamonds, don't we? We'll never say no to diamonds. Absolutely. Diamonds always. Love it. So I thought I would get started into a few random questions for you if you're ready. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> okay. So would you rather never drink green tea again or never wear a robe again. Damn! <laughs> Damn! That dumps me, doesn't it? Never wear a robe again. I love my green tea. Really? I love green tea, yeah. Wow. I would wear like a, I would have to cut it. Oh my gosh. Wow, that's interesting. You I am tea. a tea craze. I'm the fanatic. I love it. Okay. And number two, what's your most common saying? Oh, God. I say, oh man, like that. I don't know, yeah. apparently. Yeah, that's funny. I like yeah. that. Oh, literally. Like, I would say literally like that. Like, I sound like literally like I say a lot. <laughs> Everyone does. It's so funny. Like, I kind of hate myself when I say it too much. And I'm like, I just said literally so many times in that sentence. Constantly. There's, <laughs> yeah, there's like really white girl stuff that I say all the time. Yeah. yeah classic white girl stuff. And um, yeah. third and final question, if you could be any Disney character, who would you be and why? I never really 
I grew up with Disney because I grew up with brothers. What about uh, any character from any sort of movie? I'm going to say Batman. Oh, my God, you did not. That is my favourite. Yeah, I'd be Batman. Holy shit, yes. Batman is my everything. I'm actually like I have an obsession with Batman, so that's amazing. I love that. I'm, I'm, yep, that's who I'd be. I don't care about the gender stuff. I want to be Batman. Hell yeah. Oh my God. I fully support you in that, Lizzie. Love it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, again, my fashion icon growing up would have had to be Heath Richards. Oh my God. Yes. So people always expect me to name like a supermodel or something like that. I'm like, no, Keith Richards. Like, he's everything. Oh, he is. He's amazing. I just think there's a lot of, yeah, I, I actually look up to a lot of male role models more. My favorites are probably like Michael Hutchinson, Freddie Mercury. Love it. Yeah, I'm obsessed Love it. with like Oh, you know what am I? I like that. <laughs> yeah, I am. I really am. I love all that stuff. Like, oh, I'm so into it. So I fully feel you. I love that. Do you feel like I had this conversation with Dad the other day? Like this day and age, like coming like more recent, we don't have any music icons that we look up to anymore. Like I, I feel like it kind of stopped with Lady Gaga and Rihanna, right? And yeah. then after that, we had no one come in. That and I feel that's sad. It is because sad. I feel that. It's nice to go into a bit of make-believe and look at those personas and they give, they, they make you feel so good because you feel like you're following the story, but we just don't have that anymore. I know. It's so sad. Like that sort of era was just unbelievable. And, you know, people like Prince and things like that. It's just like we don't have that. No, and I feel like it really like after Britney Spears, like it kind of died down and then like a lot of people wouldn't look up to her now. Yeah, I think Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande are the last kind of ones, but even they're not as prominent as what they used to be. No, like as a persona. Yeah. Like, you know, there's no one, you know, as big as I guess, you know, like Queen was or anything along those yeah. lines, like Bowie and things like that. Like it's just it's they're totally in like a different realm. They are. And you know, I find it so funny because I talk to girls or guys that are about five years younger than me and they don't know about them. They don't know anything about them. Oh, I know. I can't believe it. And actually. I'm like, how can you not? Yeah. I'm like, I'm a baby. I was born in the 90s and I know about, like, I looked up to Elvis. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. he was 50s. Yeah. And I'm like, how? There's no you it to me. <laughs> I know. And I used to grow up like born in the 90s too when I would watch like older shows like I loved like Happy Days and Partridge Family yes! and Brady Bunch and things like that, you know. Jeannie, like Bewitched or yes, that. Yes, Bewitched. Oh, my God, I love it. I dream of Jeannie. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah, so that's like, but, but also that's where my kind of style and beauty, like I look towards those sort of things as well. Like even Morticia, I go through my Morticia stage and then I like, you know, and I dream of Jeannie kind of bikini kind of, you know, pink yeah. blonde back. I feel like no one really experiments anymore. I know. I like, you know, dressing and kind of like bringing back those eras. Like I love 60s and 70s. Like those sort of like outfits were just phenomenal. Like I love it. Like I just feel even after the 90s, like the 90s was such a fashion like fashion era, right? Yeah. Like and now with now there's really sort of nothing. Like I feel like I do like the real kind of – I do like a plain look. Like I do like the very – beige kind of colours and a minimal makeup with lots of like gold accessories, but it's boring some days. I know. It's kind of like, yeah, it's it's kind of really, I think also when we see people like, you know, Kim Kardashian star, for example, it's very like tonal and it's very laid back and, and paired back. And it's just like, you don't really see those really extravagant looks anymore, even on like the big celebrities. I know. So it's just, I feel like everyone starts to look the same. So I feel like, Okay, so again, doing maths and all that, and obviously I got my platform there, platform from there, and that's where everyone knows me from. Mm-hmm. But I felt like if I could bring anything to it, it's just turning everything to a positive. And then on the fashion aspect, I'm such a fashion fanatic that I just want to say that you can look different all the time, and it doesn't actually define you as a person. It's just it's 
creativity. Yeah, ab- absolutely. And like it's art. Like, you know, when I did my yeah. – when I studied fashion in uni, like, you know, they would say, you know, it's art, you know, it's it's a way to express yourself and they would talk about all the different influences fashion can have on things and all the different things that can have an influence on fashion, like even things like food trends and things like that that just influence style as well. It's really crazy. I love that. I'm all about that. It's really interesting. Like I have a lot of like fashion history books and things like that that I love to read and it's just so amazing and you see a lot of kind of trends circling back but there's some trends I'm just like, oh, I'll bring it back. Like, you know, people wouldn't know some of these amazing trends that were, you know, back then. Oh, they would think that they're so out there, like so outlandish that they would never do it. Yeah, I know. Bring it back, I say. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Lizzie, you have been so amazing. Thank you so much for chatting with me on the podcast. Thank you for having me and letting me ramble on. Oh, you're welcome. So what, what's next for you, do you think? I'm just settling and enjoying my kind of like little nest at the moment with Seb. Nice. That's basically it. Yeah. Oh, cuties. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, you have a wonderful week and I'll chat to you soon. All right. Thank you for this. Thanks. Bye. Bye.